I laughed at first over the old enthusiast, then felt anxious, then restless, and finally resolved to follow him, for I discovered a strong cord fastened to a fallen stone, and knew that this was the clue he spoke of. Leaving a line for Jumal, I took my torch and retraced my steps, following the cord along the winding ways. I often shouted, but received no reply, and pressed on, hoping at each turn to see the old man poring over some musty relic of antiquity. Suddenly the cord ended, and lowering my torch, I saw that the footsteps had gone on. Rash fellow, he'll lose himself to a certainty, I thought, really alarmed now. As I paused, a faint call reached me, and I answered it, waited, shouted again, and a still fainter echo replied. Niles was evidently going on, misled by the reverberations of the low passages. No time was to be lost, and forgetting myself, I stuck my torch into the deep sand to guide me back to the clue, and ran down the straight path before me, whooping like a madman as I went. I did not mean to lose sight of the light, but in my eagerness to find Niles I turned from the main passage, and guided by his voice hastened on. His torch soon gladdened my eyes, and the clutch of his trembling hands told me what agony he had suffered. Let us get out of this horrible place at once, he said, wiping the great drops off his forehead. Come, we're not far from the clue. I can soon reach it, and then we are safe. But as I spoke, a chill passed over me, for a perfect labyrinth of narrow paths lay before us. Trying to guide myself by such landmarks as I had observed in my hasty passage, I followed the tracks in the sand, till I fancied we must be near my light. No glimmer appeared, however, and kneeling down to examine the footprints nearer, I discovered to my dismay that I had been following the wrong ones, for among those marked by a deep boot heel were prints of bare feet. We had no guide there, and Jumal wore sandals. Rising, I confronted Niles with one despairing word. Lost, as I pointed from the treacherous sand to the fast-waning light. I thought the old man would be overwhelmed, but to my surprise he grew quite calm and steady, thought a moment, and then went on, saying quietly, Other men have passed here before us. Let us follow their steps, for if I do not greatly err, they lead towards great passages where one's way is easily found. On we went, bravely, till a misstep threw the professor violently to the ground with a broken leg and nearly extinguished the torch. It was a horrible predicament, and I gave up all hope as I sat beside the poor fellow, who lay exhausted with fatigue, remorse and pain, for I would not leave him. Paul, he said suddenly, if you will not go on, there is one more effort we can make. I remember hearing that a party lost as we are saved themselves by building a fire. The smoke penetrated further than sound or light, and the guide's quick wit understood the unusual mist. He followed it and rescued the party. Make a fire and trust a Jumal. A fire? Without wood? I began. But he pointed to a shelf behind me which had escaped me in the gloom, and on it I saw a slender mummy case. I understood him, for these dry cases, which lie about in hundreds, are freely used as firewood. 
reaching up, I pulled it down, believing it to be empty. But as it fell, it burst open, and out rolled her mummy. Accustomed as I was to such sights, it startled me a little, for danger had unstrung my nerves. Laying the little brown chrysalis aside, I smashed the case, lit the pile with my torch, and soon a light cloud of smoke drifted down the three passages, which diverged from the cell-like place where we had paused. Well busied with the fire, Niles, forgetful of pain and peril, had dragged the mummy nearer, and was examining it with the interest of a man whose ruling passion was strong even in death. Come and help me unroll this. I've always longed to be the first to see and secure the curious treasures put away among the folds of these uncanny winding sheets. This is a woman, and we may find something rare and precious here, he said, beginning to unfold the outer cover.